Welcome to the Loan with Jen podcast, your weekly source to keep you informed on everything about financing your home, where you will hear real facts, no BS. I'm your host, Jennifer Hernandez, a loan officer since 1995, and over 4,300 families financed to date. If you're starting to think about buying or refinancing a home, wonder if you have the right credit, savings, or even income, you're in the right place. On my weekly episodes, I make complicated topics easy to understand. By the way, my license is NMLS 514497. The ideas expressed here are my own opinions and don't represent any legal advice. Thanks for joining. Let's jump in. Welcome to Loan with Jen podcast, where you can hear real facts, no BS about everything mortgage. I'm your host, Jen Hernandez, and I am a loan officer since 1995. I've closed thousands of loans, and I'm super passionate about empowering home buyers and realtors so that they can make the best home buying decision for themselves. So today, we are talking about how to refinance your mortgage. So in 2022, we saw in real estate, uh, the industry, we saw rates rise at the fastest pace in my 27-year career lifetime. So from January of 22 to June or July of 2022, we saw a doubling, uh, which was just unprecedented. And it's really shocked a lot of people. So if you were one of those that you've got caught in high rates, you know, high in in our uh, terms in the, in the 20s, you know, anything above five is really deemed as high. When I first got in the business in 1995, I was just a 24-year-old gal that had graduated from Texas A&M, and I did not know any better. So I entered the business rates at that time. I saw nine and nine and a half mortgages. And really since that time in the 2000s, I have not seen anything over six and a half. So it's shocking. It definitely is. So just know that there is hope on the horizon. There are estimates and there's factual data out there. A lot of economic uh, predictions that rates should be down in anywhere from six to 18 months down. We, We probably will see rates in the fours again. Now, I don't know about the threes. That was really maneuvered, manipulated by COVID, that the the rates were in the threes because the government was buying their own debt. So again, we're talking about refinancing your mortgage. And I wanted to give you all just a little bit of history on how we kind of got here um, so that you can understand. So basically rates were manipulated. So the government was buying their own debt, which kept everything super suppressed. And when that curtain was lifted and the government said, you know what, we're not going to buy our own debt anymore, which really has happened in the last in 2021 and 2022. And as COVID has, has, I don't want to say it's ended, but as it's become, you know, evolved, we are now seeing what is underneath that veil. Rates should have been in the sixes a long time ago. So I know it's a hard pill to swallow because it just happened in such a short period of time, but, but it is estimated that rates will be below five again. So as inflation comes down, rates will come down. So that's why the, the Federal Reserve is using the monetary policy, choking the rates 
and increasing them so that people stop spending money. So when there's less money supply, prices will come down. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to reduce prices of things from milk to gas to mortgage, you know, to everything. Everything needs to to come down because the inflation has just taken a, a hold very quickly with the what happened in 2021. So there is a purpose why this is happening. But listen, not to worry, you can at any time, most mortgages now are no prepayment penalty. It's very rare that there's one out there. Maybe if you've got a private mortgage. So refinancing is a real thing. So the purpose here is to talk about what exactly is refinancing. Just want to give you some, some, some tips on what that is. So the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines refinancing as renewing or reorganizing the financing of something. So that occurs when the existing loan turns into a new loan. An actual new loan is created. It pays off the old loan and either the term years, which are the years, or the interest is usually what's changing. That's really the only reason people refinance or they want to increase the balance to get cash out. So you can do that as well. So in the mortgage industry since, let's see, I've been in the industry since 95, that's 27 years at the time of this recording. Uh, I've seen about seven refi booms. So it's been quite interesting. It will happen again. Now there is a cost to refinancing. So uh, I know what we're doing is we're offering all of our mortgage clients that close with us a refinance certificate to waive our lender fees, but not, you know, not all lenders do that. So whatever the case, when you refi, so when you see in the news that rates are coming down, because trust me, it'll be all over the news, contact a lender and, and they'll run the numbers if it is right for you. So a couple things to beware when you are doing that, when it is that time and you're going to talk to somebody that start with a trusted referral first, like go back to the people that originally did your loan. If there was a loan officer, sometimes you may or may not get a better deal by going to the current loan servicer. But, but usually what happens y'all is that all the loans start to funnel upward to the top 10 loan servicers. And they're you know, sometimes they're just kind of too big to fail, right? It's hard to get through, you know, if you're calling them, so are thousands of other people. So start kind of boots on the ground and go back to the actual loan officer locally that, that helped you. That's usually a good place to start, get referrals from family and friends if that doesn't work out. So these are the documents to have on hand when you're going to refinance, uh, talk about refinancing. So this will help the loan officer give you a more accurate synopsis. And it doesn't take long, y'all. Like it takes us like maybe 20 minutes to work up an estimate for you. So it's not a big, long thing. So get out your original note so that you know that, hey, it was a 30-year loan. This is my um, this is my uh, interest rate. So if you don't have that original note handy, that's okay your mortgage statement is probably going to have a lot of that information. So have the mortgage statement. Most of us have to log on to get it. So get on your app or your, you know, get it somehow because we're going to ask you questions about that. So when you say, I don't know, you know, which 
I don't even know my loan balance right now. I mean, trust me, I've got to look that up. It's not something you, it's out of sight, out of mind until you need it, right? So have your mortgage statement available and then have your annual taxes, property tax and annual home insurance number available. So just kind of dig that out. Those numbers change yearly. So if you're escrowing like I am, like I could not tell you right now how much my taxes are. It all blurs together. I've been in this house for eight years. Like who knows? I don't remember what I even had for breakfast usually. So, you know, I got to look it up. I need a minute to look that stuff up. So I get it. Um, So again, just to repeat, have your mortgage statement, your annual taxes, number and your annual homeowner's insurance ready because they'll need that. And if you did get another loan, like a a home equity line of credit or an improvement loan since you purchased, you need to have that information as well. So the other thing that the lender will ask you is what you think the value is. So there's a lot of online, you know, AVMs you can probably go to. The best thing I usually recommend is calling your original realtor that helped you. I mean, they are happy to help you. Uh, realtors really do want to stay connected to, with you, anything real estate. So um, contact that person and and get get uh, get a potential you know valuation. Like, hey, how much do you think my house is worth in the market? I mean, and and then that number, y'all, is usually less than the um, tax value because taxes in most areas are usually uh, capped a little bit when you're when you're living there as your primary residence. So that's a good thing, right? Pay less tax. But again, we're talking about refinancing your home. So if you're liking this information so far, please give me a like. I would really appreciate your comments. I would love to hear your comments. Uh, like, share our podcast with friends. And thanks again for tuning in. So Again, uh, gather the docs, contact the original loan officer that helped you just to see if they can help you out. Um, They really have incentive to do that. They really want to be connected to you. And then the third thing is ask for loan estimates in writing. So a lot of times we see clients getting just these quick and dirty estimates online. Y'all, this is not, that is not telling at all. So what you see online is not substantiated by anything. So how do you know if there's fees involved? Usually advertisers, when, when companies spend money to advertise online, they want to make everything look super sexy. And it does. It looks super sexy. Like, hey, such and such APR that's like lower than anything else that you're seeing. Well, there's a reason. And usually, not always, But usually it's because there's fees backing that up that you don't know about until you get a loan estimate in writing. So it's called a loan estimate or a fees worksheet. One or the other could do the trick. And it's a it's a detail of what is behind those that refinance. Now, something to be careful of here. Now, you need to expect fees on the refi. There are very few refinances that cost no money. And if they're advertised as costing no money, guess what? They're in the interest rate. So instead of getting the 0.25, you know, like let's say it's 4.25 or 5.25 or 3.25, whatever. But instead of getting the 0.25, they'll just jack it up to the 0.5, you know, so that it'll be in there somewhere. So you're probably, if, 
if they're saying that there's absolutely no fees involved, likely you are paying for it somewhere else, which is usually the interest rate. There's only two ways to grab it, either hard cost. Um, so do get those things in writing and make sure that the loan officer is explaining to you. That's why I recommended go back to the original loan officer that helped you. They always already have rapport with you. You already, you know, hopefully trust them. If not, don't call them. Um, so there, there's lender fees again. So let's just talk about fees for a minute. Again, we're talking about how to refinance the house and what to expect, right? So in the fees, if you have everything transparent, there are lender fees. The lender has things they have to do again. Even if they already have your mortgage, they still have to repeat services. There are title company fees. Now, this is something that changes from state to state. Uh, I know in Texas, where I live, there is a discount if you refinance within four years and a diluted little bit lesser discount if you refinance with from four to eight years. So every state is different. That's why it's good to talk to a local lender because some of these national, if you're talking to a national company, they may not know what discounts are available in your state. So there likely will have to be a reappraisal of the house. Um, appraisals only last for four months because, you know, values change, right? Like values are different at the time that I'm making this recording than they were four or five months ago. So um, do expect that. Now, I do have uh, some resources for you. So in the show notes, in the notes of this recording, I will put for you some videos I've got some uh, video that I made, a YouTube video on um, cost to refi and also escrow. So what to expect with escrow. So I've got some re resources for you there. So check that out later. Um, and so fees are a real thing. However, sometimes they can be absorbed. Sometimes uh, they can just kind of magically disappear. But I will note again that it's usually because there's a slight or medium increase in the interest rate. So be sure you just get all your options. Like, hey, what would a no cost refi look like? And what would a cost refi look like? Just to be transparent and see everything that you've got going on. So um, get the loan estimate in writing. Ask questions, get on a Zoom so they can show you. You wanna know what those fees are. Now, the thing about escrow can be a little bit tricky so just know, in summary, I'll say that your new escrow account has to be set up. So the old lender and the new lender, unless you're ref if you're refinancing with the same institution and you're going to the place that uh, has your loan servicing, they could transfer internally. So that is a benefit of going with the same place. But the if, if on the chance that you're not, then you will have to set up a new escrow account with the new lender. So depending on the month that you're in, that could be a, like, let's say you're in October, you're going to have to set up 10 months of taxes so that they can pay your bill in December, just around the corner. But on the flip side, you're going to get an escrow refund. You're going to get a cash check in the mail of the money that's left in the old escrow account. So sometimes it's like a little mini cash out. You get some people like to pocket that money, you know, and put it in their savings account. So again, it's a little bit tricky. I do address it in the video that we've got as a resource for you in the show notes, if you want to learn more about that. 
So um, do expect, if those numbers check out, do expect that they need to pull your credit. You know, credit review and document review is required because we've got to, we've got to check your uh, credit, make sure that you are credit worthy still, that credit has not gone backwards, or maybe your credit has gotten better. A lot of times that's a reason to refi because you can get a better rate. Um, you might be able to do things like waive PMI. Um, if your value is higher, which more than likely it is than when you bought it, your loan to value is lower and therefore you might be closer to that 80% number. You might be able to waive that private mortgage insurance that was on there if you made a low down payment in the, in the beginning. So again, there's multiple reasons to refi. Um, and then the average close time is usually 30 to 45 days with most institutions. The larger institutions that get super jammed busy and they're just too big to fail, they're usually the ones that they could take 90 days, 120 days. Um, so really just ask, you know, what's y'all's typical close time? How long is this going to take? Um, and the last piece of advice that I have as your, let's say that you review the numbers, it makes sense. You're comfortable with how much money you're saving versus the cost. And the cost, by the way, can be rolled in. Um, so I didn't mention that when we talked about fees. So if you've got enough equity in the house, you can just roll it all up in there and you do not have to pay that money out of pocket in a lot of cases, uh, unless you want to, of course you, you can definitely do that. So, um, so just a piece of advice when you're refinancing, and then we're going to wrap it up is respond to requests for documents quickly. You know, when you're living in the house and you're refinancing, you're, you know, we're all busy. We're not, we're living in the house. We don't have a seller to worry about. We're not stressed because we're already living there, right? You have a place to live. However, please note that the lender has only a specific amount of time to refi and there's a lock expiration. And if we don't have the proper documents and if you're not responding to requests quickly, it could delay things. You could lose the rate. Rates could have gone up, you know, all those kind of things. So just make sure to, to uh, comply with requests and everything should should be fine. But just know that there is a timeline at hand. Now I've got some special treats for you down below. You're likely asking, how do I know when it's time to refinance, Jennifer? You told me about the refinance. So I've got a video for you about how do I know when to refinance? So check that out in the show notes. Uh, enjoy and let me hear your comments. If there's a question you have, uh, please comment, co contact me directly. I've got contact info also in the notes below. And thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Loan with Jen, your source for mortgage education. Real facts, no BS. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Loan with Jen podcast. Keep joining me each week to stay up to date on the mortgage industry as I'll dive into relevant topics so your home financing process, whether you're buying or refinancing, is smooth and simple. If you enjoyed today, please click follow and that way you'll never miss an episode. To find us on social media, just go to Loan with Jen on any of the social media handles, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in this week for Real Facts, No BS. Talk soon. Mm -hmm.